Hello, everyone, and welcome to Something to Talk About, the podcast about documentaries. I'm your host, Patrice Mitchell, and I have an interesting show for you today. It's going to be my first show where I'm not reviewing a documentary, but I'm actually reviewing just a trailer for a documentary and catching you up on some of the, you know, documentary news that's been going on. First things first, I wanted to give you a heads up. As I'm recording this, we're about a week and a half away from Christmas, which means we're about two and a half, almost three weeks away from the new year. And in the new year is when I launch my Patreon. I'll have new episodes for you every month. So if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll get two extra podcast episodes a month, as well as a newsletter, which contains all of the cool content, well, all of the information about the cool content. So this is how it works. I basically I watch the episodes, I read the books, I listen to the interviews, I listen to the podcast so you don't have to. And then I take everything that's good and put it all in this newsletter for you to check out. I'll be releasing the newsletter once a month and it'll have everything you need to know and it will be exclusive to the Patreon. So if you want to go ahead and subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash something to talk about. Or if you want to wait until January until I release my first episode on Patreon, you can do that also. And without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into today's episode. And like I said, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm not going to be actually reviewing a podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I will not be reviewing a documentary this week. I'm reviewing a trailer for a documentary. Yeah, I know that's weird, but it's really big in pop culture right now. So let's talk about The Price of Glee. If you were anything like me, you loved Glee. Like, Glee was a huge part of your life. So, Glee premiered in 2009, and I graduated in 2010. So, it was like the tail end of my high school careers when Glee came out, and it was just huge. In my opinion, I don't know if it was life imitating art or art imitating life, but around this same time, there was a lot of progressive social movement. Like you had, in just a few years after Glee premiered, you had marriage equality, you saw, you know, LGBT people being um, accepted on a broad pop culture scale. Um, A lot of things, like a lot of issues they talked about, teen pregnancy, um, disabilities, like all of those things, bullies. I think that Glee really shaped the way pop culture and just society and politics functioned and what was highlighted in our society for a decade after it premiered, if not more. So what I'm trying to say is it was, it was huge. It was huge. So when I found out there was going to be a documentary about Glee, one of my favorite, most impactful shows of all time, I was really excited about that. Well, then it came out that no one who was in the show involved in production Or Ryan Murphy, who we all know is the creator of a lot of our favorite shows, but Glee is one of them. He was not going to be a part of it either. And a lot of people started saying, you know, they they became very skeptical about this documentary at that point. And a lot of people were even like, I'm not even going to bother to watch it. It's not going to be 
realistic, but me, I was optimistic about it. I thought that, you know, whatever they're going to give us, I'm sure it's going to be good. Glee was such a phenomenal show, at least the first several seasons. <laughs> and I mean, how do you mess it up? Like put in some footage from filming, talk to the cast, like it would be great. Like I want to know what happened behind the scenes. You know, I want all the dirt, but I want it to be real and I want it to be true. And I want it to show, I want it to be real and I want it to be true. And I want it to show just how impactful it was on pop culture. Well, the trailer for IDTV's The Price of Glee was recently released and I watched it today. And my first impression was what the fuck is this? So based on what I've seen from the first trailer, it's not going to be anything like what I would have expected or what I would have hoped for from a documentary about Glee. Because it's not about Glee at all. So the price of Glee is actually going to be about the Glee curse. And you, if you're a fan of Glee, you've probably heard this before. Even if you just like follow pop culture a little bit, you've probably heard this term before. So if you haven't heard it, let me catch you up. So the Glee curse is used when people are referring to the three breakout stars of this show who have tragically died either during filming or since filming ended. So that would be Corey Monteth, who died of a drug overdose. Mark Salling, who is super controversial. His death, you know, there's a lot surrounding all of that in the court case, but... He died by suicide. And then Naya Rivera, who tragically drowned in a boating accident with her son. Like she was trying to save her son and she ended up drowning. So those are all terrible, tragic events that kind of cast a shadow or at least some type of impact on the legacy of Glee. So the documentary is just going to follow, you know, those, basically those three people and what happened to them and how the show impacted and influenced their lives. The film looks very, very dark, even just like not both figuratively and literally like everything, all the shots are super dark and everyone's talking about death and just horrible things. And I did not recognize not one person in that trailer. Like there was no cast members like Ryan Murphy, no one, like who are these people and, and what's the point of this documentary? Like, I feel like they were trying to go for this like nefarious true crime thing out of the, you know, the Glee story. And it just doesn't work. That is not what the fans want to see like at all. Like the fans, sure. Like if you were doing a realistic documentary about Glee like of course you would talk about those things you would talk about the deaths you'd talk about you know the possibility of a Glee curse but you would also talk about all of the good things and it doesn't look like this documentary is going to have any of that I'm just very disappointed in all of this like these shenanigans like please stop like I don't I I don't know who whose idea this was but I hope this film flops like I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna review it for you guys but I am just, ugh, I'm just so disappointed. And I'm honestly embarrassed because I just don't understand, like, why this is a thing, to be honest. 
But if you haven't already, go ahead and check out the trailer. I'll let you make up your own mind on what you think or what your first impressions of this trailer are. But I'm going to just switch gears just a little bit and talk about a documentary that I have watched recently. So recently I was just hanging out with my son, you know, watching him after I got home from work and he'd fallen asleep and I wanted to watch a documentary that I saw on Netflix. So I was just scrolling through their plethora of documentaries and I saw one called 127 Shots. And I started reading the synopsis and it looked interesting. It was about a police shooting um, in Cleveland and I had never heard of this shooting before. You know, a lot of officer-involved shootings, like they become national news and like everyone knows about them. But in this case, like I had never heard of what happened. So the entire documentary revolves around the shooting deaths of Timothy Russell and Melissa Williams, who were two black people who lived in East Cleveland and a police chase involving them ended with police firing 122 shots into Timothy and Melissa's vehicle, killing both of them. The police chase lasted 22 minutes, involved over 60 officers. Well, I'm sorry, more than 60 officers, 60 squad cars. And ended with that shooting in a school parking lot. Neither Timothy or Melissa had a weapon on them at the time that this shooting occurred. And 13 officers ended up firing 137 times into their parked car. When all of this was over, only one officer, Michael Brelow, was charged with two counts of voluntary manslaughter, but he ended up being acquitted in 2015. This documentary has so many layers. It has the layer of, you know, policing the black community. It has a layer of PTSD um, in soldiers who come back to be police officers. It has a layer of money, a layer of um, authority. Like there's so many different aspects of this documentary and all of these little pieces that came together that just created this powder keg in what happened with Timothy and Melissa. Both of them were known drug addicts. So that was another layer of people, you know, judging them, judging the situation and kind of treating the situation as if those two people deserved to die because they were drug addicts. And one of the most interesting parts of this documentary, which you don't really find out until near the end, is Melissa and Timothy were being harassed by um, an officer. And I think it's important to note that this was a black officer within the Cleveland Police Department. They were being harassed by him that night of the shooting. And they were trying, you know, to get away from him and they were speeding by the police station. And when they revved the engine to go fast by the police station, their car backfired and it sounded like a gunshot. So Officer Brelo thought that he was being shot at, which is understandable, but that is what started the entire chase. Timothy and Melissa, for whatever reason, 
decided they were not going to pull over and they were going to lead this police chase and it ended so tragically. This was one of the most gripping documentaries I've watched about police brutality because, well, I don't want to call it police brutality, just like, you know, an officer involved shooting or something like that, because the sheer magnitude of 137 bullets being plowed into a vehicle killing people like that is just I mean it's hard to imagine and in the film they have like a reenactment that's like computerized or digitized and you can kind of see how that happened and at one point Officer Brelo who it it's debated but he bragged about getting on top of the car on top of the hood of the car and shooting down at the victims and he would you know, several officers testified that he did that. And he, Michael Brelo says he couldn't remember, but that was one of the most like <laughs> grouping parts of this documentary. And I, I will say that Michael Brelo is a vet and he definitely shows signs of PTSD. And he would talk about how he like thought he was in a war zone when this happened. So there's just so much. And I don't want to give a lot away. Like, I really think that this is one of those, doc that's why this is a shorter podcast. I feel like this is one of those documentaries that you really have to watch. Like, I can't just recap it for you. You have to sit down and take the time and listen to what people have to say to understand this story. And it's such an important story. I think, I, I can't believe I'd never heard of this at all. And the reason that I and probably a lot of you have never heard of this story is because it happened just months before Tamir Rice was shot in Cleveland and that started a whole separate movement. At this point all of the legal proceedings involving the case have been settled and everything's pretty much finished with it like it's wrapped up but the documentary premiered um, on Netflix uh, in 2021 and I just don't think a lot of people know about it. And I don't want to be the one to tell the story over this podcast. I want you guys to take an hour and a half and just watch this. So many things collided. When the trials were wrapping up, that's when the RNC was happening in Cleveland. Like just so many things, so many things about policing and policing black cities and I, you gotta watch it guys 137 shots on Netflix right now before you guys go I want to let you know I will be releasing two more episodes this year in 2022 so I'm gonna go ahead and tell you which documentaries I will be recapping so these will be full recapped documentaries so you want to watch them ahead of time so I don't spoil anything for you first Harry and Megan or maybe it's Megan and Harry. I'm not exactly sure, but you know what I'm talking about. It's on Netflix. And my last episode of the year, I will be recapping where the truth lies. And it's the Casey Anthony story. She's, you know, how she sits down and tells her story. I believe it's produced by Peacock or it's on Peacock. I've watched the episodes. I'm trying to gather my thoughts because I don't want to misspeak on this one because it's such a huge case and 
like very emotional case. It's a case about a baby dying. So I think it's just important to get it right. So I've been taking notes. I'm watching through it again. And I want you guys to watch it because I don't want to ruin or spoil anything for anybody. So here's your homework. Megan and Harry on Netflix, Where the Truth Lies on Peacock, the final two episodes of this year for this podcast. So that's going to be all for today. I'm so excited to keep bringing you podcast episodes. And if you want to help support my podcast, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com slash something to talk about. You can go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You'll get two extra podcast episodes a month along with my newsletter, which will give you all of the good content of the month. I watch the episodes. I watch the movies. I listen to the interviews, the podcast, so you don't have to. And I put all the good stuff in one place. I let you know what's good, what you can skip, and what you just need to never look at again. If you want to keep up with me across social media, it's something to talk about on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to submit a documentary to review, your favorite documentary that I've probably never even heard of, go ahead and let me know what it is so I can watch it, we can recap it, we can talk about it. And another great way to support this podcast is to follow me on social media or share this episode with a friend, rate, subscribe, all the good stuff. Thank you all so much for listening today and I will see you next time.